So, first of all, welcome back to the podcast. This is Bossy. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. I want to start this episode off with the Oath of Manifestation by Reverend Dr. Cheryl Ward. Take a few deep breaths. Get rooted and grounded in this now, present moment. Life is easy here. Nothing else to do but pray, to listen, to chill out for a few minutes. Breathe. Breathe into your belly. And if you're in a safe space, please close your eyes. I accept and receive unexpected good, unexpected money, unexpected love, unexpected kindness, unexpected generosity, unexpected offers, unexpected prosperity coming in unexpected ways from unexpected places in my life and the life of others. I am constantly guided and boldly empowered to receive the lavish abundance of the universe. I accept the principle that abundance and prosperity have already been given to me. My acceptance makes it real and opens the space for manifestation to rush in. I open wide the doors of my consciousness to receive and to give. It is done now. Through this oath of manifestation, all things are possible. I declare absolutely that I live in a friendly universe that is always providing for me. I feel it powerfully happening now. I open to receive more abundance and to give more abundance than I have ever experienced before. I can afford anything I desire. In fact, I am so prosperous I need never worry again. I am grateful for all that I already have and grateful for all that I am ready to give. I keep myself lifted in high consciousness, no matter what the appearances are. God is all there is. I let the God times roll. And so it is. Amen, Ashe, Amin. Welcome back to the podcast, love. I hope that you feel relaxed. Before I got on, I was meditating and thinking about relaxation. And some of the things that I wrote out here are that as we relax, our bodies heal. As we relax, our hearts process feelings. And as we relax, past traumas are neutralized and we become free once more. As we relax, our purpose becomes clear and we grow with ease. As we relax, we recognize the immense abundance that is all around us. As we relax, bad habits loose their grip on us and our willpower strengthens. So I hope you take time every single day to retreat from the world, from external stimuli, from social media, from all the noise to turn within to spirit, to turn within to the God within, 
and to meditate and focus on some truth that you are an eternal being, having a quick human experience, that you are designing your life, that God is creating it for you, that you are the literal body of God, an embodiment of God, that you are more powerful than you have ever dared to imagine, and that regardless of where you may find yourself right now, you can get to wherever you desire to go. Now, I have some messages here. Um, We have the Capricorn uh, full moon coming up here soon. (laughs) And I wanted to share some messages uh, that have been kind of floating around in my mind for the past few days. Now, I feel like these messages are mostly like timeless. You can return to this as often as you desire. And regardless of when you actually hear this or listen to this, um, I believe that it'll be the perfect time for you to hear it. So uh, take what you can, okay, and leave the rest. That's one thing I love. I I heard from um, P.S. Love Jolie on Instagram. It's one of my favorite pages. <laughs> like I be, I be on her. I be on her motherfucking Instagram. Okay. Um, it's one of my favorite pages on Instagram. And she says that all the time. Use what, take what you can use and leave the rest. Um, it's this old uh, proverb, African proverb. I'm not sure what country, but it's African proverb that says, eat the fish, spit out the bones. So take what you can use. And if you can't use nothing, that's fine too, okay? Um, but here's how I want to start this thing off, right? I want to talk about love. I want to talk about um, relationships. I want to talk about being open and willing to believe that complete healing and restoration is possible for you. So that's we're going to come in real hot, okay? That's how we're going to start off. So one of the important messages that has been coming up for me, um, it came up in a couple of readings, it's just been on my mind, and it is that we be careful who we become devoted to. That your heart is precious, that you are precious, that your energy is precious, and that you must cherish it. Just because you or we, I'm not preaching, I'm talking to us, okay? Just because you have it to give, just because you might have, just because we might have an answer or a bit of information or resource of some kind that would be useful and helpful to someone does not necessarily mean that we need to give it. Now, this is coming from somebody who is constantly being warned by elders and and friends to stop giving so much away. Stop giving so much. You need to keep more for you. You need to, you know, (laughs) um, keep more of your ashe. I had one of my, my elder friends tell me, you need to keep more of your ashe to yourself. And I am starting to get that. I'm starting to understand that. Although my experience is that generosity is 
is absolutely a major key to prosperity. And I've really, like before I ever I ever had a bunch of people telling me, stop sharing so much. Um, stop, you know, stop helping people so much. Which I never, <laughs> you know, before I had people telling me that, the message that I was receiving and the thing that I had learned is that you can't outgive the universe. Like there will never be a time in your life where you are sharing so much, pouring out so much and giving so much that, you know, spirit will not replenish you and give back to you. Now, that's something that I was taught. But my experience (laughs) has revealed something just a little bit differently. I think that the truer statement is that when you yourself are in a healthy, replenished overflowing state then when you pour into others and you share with others and you give to others you will be you will be blessed but if it's like spirit is trying to replenish you and give to you and fill you up and restore you and heal you and you keep giving away (laughs) everything that she's giving well then you're going to find yourself in a depleted state So I think that when you try to give and give and give from a depleted state, that's not very useful to you or anyone else. But when you give from a replenished and overflowing, overabundant state, then spirit will continue to fill you up and bless you. Regardless, though, (laughs) we still need to be careful about who we are giving There are some people in my life who every time I pour into them, show up for them, help them with something, you know, it's not a it's not a a jump from here to there before they start giving me their ass to kiss or, you know, they, you know, give me another reason to, you know, to to regret the decision to show up and to help and to assist and These people, you know, took me a long time in some cases, but I finally have put a boundary in place within myself regarding how much I'll share, you know? So there are things like I know I could share a bit of information to help some growth or to contribute or whatever, that if I shared this information with the person you know, things would probably flow better for them. But here is where we have to let people have their lessons. We have to leave people where they are sometimes. And we have to protect our own energy. And we have to be willing to progress and to possibly move on without people, which is hard. Okay, particularly for those of you who are very devoted, my water signs, my earth signs, especially committed to a fault. I know some of y'all, especially some of y'all earth signs can really say fuck you and and mean it and and be done and move on with your life. Uh, But those of us who are really, you know, enmeshed with other people and really committed and devoted to those relationships where it takes us just quite a bit of time to finally let go and move on. This message is for us. It's like when you're a person who is 
really committed and devoted to a relationship where the person in the relationship with you is not as committed and devoted, you really want to be careful with how much you are investing into that space, how much energy you're flowing into it. And I'm saying this with all confidence because here's the thing. People who move on from a relationship with me, the relationship ends, they could say any fucking thing they want to. Bossy was mean, bossy was rude, this, that, and the other. But what the fuck they can't say is bossy didn't make me richer. Bossy didn't help me increase my prosperity. Bossy didn't encourage me. Bossy didn't put me on free game. Bitches can't say that. Bossy run her mouth a little too much. Bossy hurt my feelings. You could say those things, but what you can't say... <laughs> that's anybody that's anybody so f- from a person who knows she's imperfect from a person who definitely has some anger issues she's working on some communication issues I'm working on um there are some things that you know I do by way of pouring into and investing into people particularly people who are who I really see great potential in, but people who have invested time, energy, information, whatever, into me. But once lines get crossed and we find ourselves in a relationship with somebody who has demonstrated again and again that they're unable or unwilling to respect us, to hold space for us, to love us, then we need to start reassessing and reevaluating how much we're pouring into them. So that's the first message. Um, the next message is this, there are some things, this is what I'm feeling, that there are some things that are, that people are trying to convince us, um, are urgent. So some things that people are bringing to us and they're trying to make it seem like it's an emergency or, or it's urgent. I want you to know that nobody is determining what is an emergency to you or what is urgent to you. Nobody gets to decide that but you. And that when somebody is bringing some, something to your attention and they want you to act on it right now and you know they're bringing that kind of salesy energy to an interaction, I want you right now to intentionally slow down and to not allow yourself to be forced or pressured or urged into any decision, particularly decisions that have to do with you spending your money or investing your resources or taking out time. I want you to press the brakes, let up off the gas, slow down and understand this. You have time and you're allowed to take a step back, to think about things, to change your mind about things, and to also allow uh, or to inform people that you'll be taking time to think or tell them nothing. Shit, you ain't got to tell these people nothing. But if you want to communicate that, you can let them know, hey, I'm going to take some time and think about this, or I need to circle back around to this when it's more convenient for me. I want you right now to, you know, make a mental note of that. Because I don't want you overcommitting yourself right now. It's like, don't overcommit yourself. Don't commit yourself to something out of a pressure that someone else is applying to you. And don't um, talk yourself into 
a corner that may be difficult to get back out of. Um, and in that same vein, being careful who we commit ourselves to, who we become devoted to, this is especially the case with any like permanent uh, commitments. You want to make sure that you're being super careful with yourself right now with your energy. I want to talk also about um, more about love, more about relationships. But before I get to that, um, I want to encourage you that while you are not um, opting into other people's emergencies, I want you to really like take some time on this full moon to think about what actually is urgent for you. Like what are those dreams? What are those desires? Particularly the ones that have been like really outstanding things you've been dreaming of and desiring for a long time. What are those things for you? And what is it that you can start doing? How can you start taking action on these things to bring them about, to open up channels in your life for them to, to manifest through? What can you start doing? I read this quote today that said, if there's something you want to do, do it now. There are only so many tomorrows. Okay. So moving with that kind of urgency on your own goals, your own desires. And I want, I'm like trying to, <laughs> I'm giving the lesson without giving the, the backstory of it, which as if you have listened to any of my lives, any of my past podcasts, you know, I'm a, I'm big on story time. Like I'm going to give you the tea. I'm going to tell you exactly what happened, what they said, what I said, what they did, what I did. But on this one, there are parts of it that I have to keep um, quiet about. Um, so I'm trying to give you the lesson <laughs> without giving you the story. Now, if this is a lesson that you're needing, my feeling is you'll already have a personal story or a personal experience. Like, yeah, that motherfucker was trying to rush me. They was trying to rush me to, you know, do this or enter into this contract, this agreement, join this, but you know, show up for this. But honestly, that's not a goal for me. That's not a priority for me. What is a priority for me is this thing I want to do for myself. This thing I want to do for me and my children. This thing I want to do for my family. This thing I want to do within my business. This thing I want to do for my, you know, my clients or whatever. This thing I want to do. This is what I'm, and whatever it is that people are bringing to you right now that they're trying to make it seem like it's an emergency, it's urgent, have to do it right now, last chance, whatever. To do that right now might even get in the way of the goal you actually have. So here's what I want to say about that. It's the devil. <laughs> it's a distraction, honey. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't, I don't fucks with the devil. But you know what I'm saying? It's a distraction. It is a distraction. It feels like it's a test. It feels like it's another excuse to procrastinate on your actual goals. It feels like it will cause your real goals and your real desire to be even even further delayed. And if your real goals are something you've already been kind of pussyfooting around on for years or months or whatever, you do not want to allow those things to get in the way or to interrupt what you have going on, okay? 
So whatever it is, you want to make sure that you not let nothing get in your way, even other people's emergencies. They better call a mama. Okay. So another thing I want to say, social media, needing to take kind of a step back. I have um, been doing this, this thing for the last couple of weeks where I'm just sharing what I want to share. It's not, I'm not trying to anticipate what people are going to want to read. What's, I'm not necessarily posting things that are 100% in my niche. It's not necessarily completely on brand. I don't give a shit. Here's what I'm reading. <laughs> you know, here's a pretty picture of the park. Here's a picture of a tree. Like, I'm posting what I want to post. And another thing is I am really staying on top of myself about what I'm consuming. I'm not a big scroller anyways. I keep purposefully um, and purposely keep my following very low because people will post any kind of sensational story or information, not giving a shit about how it will affect you energetically and emotionally. I'm about to, let me give you a trigger warning. It is I don't know how many minutes in. I'm going to spend maybe three minutes talking about this. So if you want to jump ahead, I will signal the end of the trigger warning. The trigger warning is about death and murder. Um, and so we're going to begin right now, and I'll let you know when we're done. So you can skip up ahead maybe two or three minutes, and I should be done. So if you want to continue listening, can continue listening. I was on Twitter. Um, and on Twitter, there was a story about a black man who was in his car, his girlfriend or whatever, went into the store with their child and went to go get a bag of chips. Her EBT card declined. She went and got the man, the man behind the counter snatched the chips from her, whatever, or that's the story on Twitter. And um, so she goes and gets her black man and she, whoever she is, whatever she is, she's non-black. So black Twitter was clowning him and clowning her. So she goes and gets her black man. He comes in acting, acting, you know, whatever, rah, rah, and goes behind the counter to where the old man is sitting and is standing over him, yelling at him. Now you can see this entire video on Twitter. Now I've seen some crazy shit on Twitter. I've seen people... Fucking on Twitter, I've seen people, I've seen, you know, the story of all those black men that went on a, a bros trip and they was all fucking each other. I've seen that video on Twitter. Twitter is wild. I saw a black man get stabbed to death on Twitter. And it was this story I'm telling you where his, his you know, white girl goes into the store, EBT card declines, man behind the counter snatches the chips from the child, they go back out, he come in acting rah-rah, and they get stabbed to death on camera. And here's why I bring it up. I didn't I didn't blink. I didn't there was no emotion, there was nothing. And Twitter, they turned this man into a meme, was talking shit about him. Why why didn't, you know, just Ancestors going to be clowning you when you get to heaven. Just all types of craziness that they were saying online. And I was just in my head like, what am I going to eat for dinner? Like no feeling, no emotion at all. And I will definitely be bringing this up to my therapist, but I wanted to bring it up here on the podcast because I want to say this. 
often when we're looking at, oh, uh, trigger warning complete. So you can continue listening here. Often when we're looking at our phones and our screens, we're looking at it for purposes of entertainment. So it can be difficult for us to make that switch in our brains between this is entertainment and this is real life. And when we have that kind of, I, don't, I guess it would be a disassociation, a kind of disassociation, it can be difficult for us to really process what it is that we are absorbing, what we are taking in. And when I noticed today, first of all, it took me a full 24 hours to even realize, oh, shit, I didn't react. I didn't react correctly. My reaction was off. And so was the reaction of tens of thousands of people commenting. My reaction was off. That wasn't the right reaction to loss of life. This is someone's whole life. This is someone's man, someone's daddy, gone. Not even a moment of silence from me. And what it really showed me is that I need to understand that Some of the things I'm seeing on the phone are definitely entertainment, but some of this stuff is real life with real life consequences and that I must not allow social media and the way people behave on that, on these apps to make me insensitive to sacred things like someone's life. So I wanted to pass that on to you. If you scrolling and watching the worst possible things happen to people and you don't even care, I think it's time to check ourselves. Now, in the vein of valuing life and valuing the lives of black men specifically, there is something I've been thinking about in terms of love. So I want to talk about love for a couple minutes and then I'm going to hop off. Here's what I want to say. I am a black woman, black and proud, blackity, black, 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 like spaces, black, black, like pre-creation, honey. I'm black. Okay, and I love being black. I love black folk. I love black everything. But what I realized recently (laughs) is that I had internalized some kind of a black, like a, a disdain or a or a low opinion of black men. Something in the vein of this, what I realized is that I had somehow along the way picked up this belief that's not even really rooted in my own personal experience because the black men I know are, for the most part, outstanding and remarkable, okay, scholarly, uh, beautiful, fine as fuck, great fathers, good husbands, Business owners, smart activists, poets, writers, like just really great men that I know and that I went to school with and black men in my family, you know, for the most part, really good men. And the ones that weren't uh, have been ghostified. They, they gone. OK, but I had picked up this feeling and this belief that loving black men and I'm speaking spe- specifically to the queens. The black queens. When I say queens, I'm talking about black women, Um, in case that wasn't clear. Okay. Um, But 
I had picked up this belief, this idea that loving a black man is martyrdom. That loving a black man automatically means that I that something must be sacrificed. A part of myself, you know, some of my preferences, whatever it is, that loving a black man meant I'm going to have to just, you know, shut up and put up, ride or die, hold people down, you know, accept less. And here's why I'm bringing this up, particularly for the queens. Believing is seeing. I, I tweeted about this today. Believing is seeing that if you if we don't believe it, it's virtually impossible for us to have the experience of something. If we're not open to the possibility of this being a reality for us, then we will not ever be open enough to accept it and allow it into our reality. So if we are believing that loving a black man means that we got to accept less and put up with somebody in their 40s trying to get this cap, this rap career off the ground, whatever the fuck... Um, and I think a lot of this this weird beliefs that I'm I've developed is from social media. But here's the thing: there's a great side of social media as well. There's a side where you see black men thriving, can't can't wait to be fathers, excited to be husbands. You know, doing their little uh, their Greek shuffle. I don't know their little Greek dances. You know, at their weddings, at the receptions. You know, excited. You know, all their brothers holding each other accountable in line. You know, can tell you everything you need to know about NFT and finances and started businesses. And, you know, they're thriving and buying properties and selling properties and making millions in real estate. Like there's a beautiful side of social media that we see and a beautiful side of the black man that we see. And I think it was really just like the whole era of, I don't, I don't want to talk, I won't speak ill of the dead, but it was just a whole podcast phenomenon and all these black men hating on black women. I think it really got to me. And what I want to say about that is I am willing, and I hope you are too, to release that, to let that go, to let that be a thing of the past and an unfortunate experience that we are no longer party to. And to now get back into the understanding and the knowledge and the belief that God made a beautiful queen like you, well-read, educated, well-traveled, big dreams, business owner, getting this money, hard worker, all that shit, healthy, fine. And God also created a beautiful man, a kingly, godly man who can match your beautiful, queenly energy. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about is removing the limitations that we may have in our minds to love. Now, I just talked about what I think is a really big limitation to black love. Now, if you are someone who is non-black, then maybe you have some kind of specific thoughts and feelings that are kind of like hiding in the the depths of your subconscious mind about the men you're interested in dating and maybe you want to address those. But I want to speak specifically to those of you who have hangups, holdups, and ideas that may be causing delays in the manifestation of love specifically, but really anything in your life around 
like your whatever thoughts you have about yourself, your self-concept. So if you have these thoughts like, you know, I want to start dating after I lose 20 pounds or, you know, I'm going to. I I would start dating, but you know I'm I'm in my forties now, and you know ninjas ain't shit. <laughs> like, or if you have a belief like you know I would really like you know a man who's a who does this or whatever, but I guess once once I start my business, I'll be able to do it. Or gosh, I really wish you know I guess I'm gonna start dating after my last you know baby chicken leave the the nest. Like, you know, whatever those hangups and holdups and delays and whatever it is that you may have in your mind about why you can't experience what you desire to experience right here and right now. I am just speaking deliverance (laughs) for all of us about those things. And I am believing, trusting and knowing that God, here's a great word, listen, that God can compensate for whatever you believe your shortcomings are. That's a word. Mm. Girl, whatever you think is standing between you and what you desire, consider it nullified, removed, that God can work around that. Oh, God can work around that. I hope you stayed for, for through this part of the podcast. Just made this long ass podcast. Just made it worth it. God can work with this. God can work with that. Not even around this. God can work with this. You know, you in your 40s, your 50s, mm, I can work with that. You know, you got three babies, I can work with that. You know, never graduated high school, college, who gives a fuck? I can work with that. Trust it. Trust it. I want you to really start going through and surgically removing whatever limitations that you may have lingering in your mind. Well, I didn't graduate from high school, so I I don't think I'm going to ever become a multimillionaire. You'd be surprised. You would be surprised how many people maintain their autonomy and their freedom of thinking and their resourcefulness because they didn't finish that bullshit. I'm just saying, maybe you won't go and look into that. (laughs) <laughs> I know my um one of my favorite um uh business girls, my business crush is coach Stormy Nicole Wellington. She loved telling people she dropped out of high school, didn't finish and didn't get no high school degree, multimillionaire, about to make 60 million dollars and stuff. Like she loved that. <laughs> and I love it too. Because whatever you think are your limitations are actually probably working more in your favor than you would believe that's where faith comes in so I hope that you'll spend some time and surgically remove all them bullshit limitations because let me tell you something that girl's spirit that girl's spirit she don't care about that (laughs) and neither do I and neither do I and neither do whoever the, the love of your life is trying to find you okay he'll slap that ass up spin it around you know all the same all the same So, yes. Now, here's the last thing I'm going to say. There's a scripture that it just came back to mind again. It's been coming to my mind like crazy. And I heard it on the Earthy Bruja podcast as well. And it's this scripture where it says, God will restore the years the locusts have eaten. 
And it is just a reminder. I know some of y'all don't play too much around with the Bible. All my hoodoos probably do. Well, most of my hoodoos probably do. But I know some of y'all don't play too much around with the Bible. But listen, when it's when it comes to bossing in the Bible, it's a fun time, honey. It's a fun time. So let's get into the scripture real quick. God will restore the years the locusts have eaten. That means that whatever you think was lost in opportunity and in, in in time and love, whatever you think was lost because of the shit you've been dealing with and the shit people, let, let me not call people shitty, sorry. The shit relationships <laughs> you've been dealing with, whatever you think was lost, mama didn't do this, daddy didn't do this, didn't put me through college, didn't stay, all this trauma, years of therapy, $20,000 invested in my mental health and I'm still crazy. Yeah, I don't call people crazy, but you know, Whatever you think was lost, that God can bless you to such an extreme and extraordinary degree that it will be like no time was lost. And that's all I want to say. I hope you have an amazing Capricornian full moon. Take excellent care of yourself. And the upcoming magnetism is going to probably be burnt orange because I really love that the last time we did it. I think I'm going to bring that vibe back. We'll talk soon. Peace and blessings.